Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. On the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. And welcome to Overnight America. I reckon today was a good day for Cardinal baseball fans. And what an awesome time to listen to the game on KMOX. It just felt good. It just felt good. And what a game. I was getting ready for the show, listening to Cardinals baseball as I sit in my home office and eighth inning comes up and I'm thinking, oh boy, is this going to go extra innings? What's going to happen here? And then it was almost as if they listened to my question because immediately Arenado stepped up to the plate. You get paid big bucks for spots just like this. Just like this one, Mike. You're right. Nolan Arenado. He has a homer, three RBIs so far for the Cardinals. Dean leads it first. Arenado hits it deep. Left field. Back to the track. The wall. It's a gunner. Two-run homer. Nolan Arenado. Homers. Way to go, John. That's a great call. It wasn't that fun. Oh, wow. That was fun. It was great to hear that. And I really enjoyed knowing that going on the air tonight after a Cardinals win on the home opener, it made it even more enjoyable. And there were so many things that went into the Cardinals broadcast today. It was fun to listen to my colleagues soak it in, listening to the pregame and even listening to John Rooney and Mike Shannon talk about getting the chills, seeing all the festivities and everyone getting into place and everyone leaning into it and anticipating it. And it, there's something special about it. I really enjoyed listening as part of the pregame. I think it was uh, Bob Costas with Kevin Wheeler talking about what makes the Cardinals unique. St. Louis, you know, sometimes people outside St. Louis don't understand this or even resent it. Uh, I'm not saying that St. Louis is the only uh, town where they feel a deep connection. That's obviously not true. But St. Louis has a unique 
sort of connection. Uh, I've used this phrase so many times that people are probably tired of hearing it. But the combination of passion, knowledge, and relatively speaking, civility distinguishes the fans in St. Louis. St. Louis is the place where Albert Pujols comes back and gets an extended standing ovation of appreciation. But it's also the place where a lesser player, as long as he was a contributor and in some sense was viewed as admirable, that player is going to get his props when he comes back playing for another team or when the fans sense that this will be his last time at bat uh, because his career is ending. Uh, I don't mean to put a punctuation on Matt Carpenter's career at this point. Matt Carpenter is not going to be a Hall of Famer, but he has been a very good player and an admirable Cardinal player. The fans feel that kind of appreciation. And I think back to the 1998 season. We view it somewhat differently now through the rearview mirror, knowing what we know as opposed to what we might only have suspected then. But think of that weekend in September when the Cubs came in, and it's McGuire and Sosa. And every time Sosa came to the plate, he got a standing ovation mm-hmm. from the Cardinal fans. Deep appreciation, not just for their team, but for the game. And I think that that's one of the things that distinguishes the Cardinals and their fans. Yeah, and we saw one of those moments today with Colton Wong. He talked about how excited he was to come back to St. Louis to play the series and to see the fans again. He was playing around, so you saw the different Cardinals players come out on the back of the truck, and he's throwing peanuts at him. And then he gets his at-bat, and you see Yachty stand up and kind of, you know, pause for a moment so Colton can get at least a couple of rounds of applause from the crowd that was there today and at least soak it in it just for a second. That is something unique to St. Louis. You really don't get to see that in other places or really get to appreciate that anywhere else. So the Cardinals looking pretty good so far uh, outside of those two that I think really lit a fire underneath them in Cincinnati, but now five and two on the year and very exciting way to start the season with a home run Arenado at home like that. Really, it really made you look at it and say, wow, we got ourselves a team here and we hope to see a lot more out of this club as the season progresses. And what a great combination between the Cardinals and also KMOX. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to it on 98.7 today. That might've been an awesome opportunity for you to check out the FM, depending on where you are. If you're within the vicinity, then it would have been a great opportunity for you to do that at home or 11.20 a.m. anywhere else. And you may be listening to KMOX on 11.20 a.m. tonight because it's just a throwback to the way you've always listened to it. And tonight is one of those throwback nights. It's the Jim White special night. Last year, I produced a Jim White radio documentary, very special broadcaster for 30 years at KMOX, 20 of which he did the late night show, which really, I mean, demanded all of your attention. It was amazing, amazing, the reach of Jim White. His style was different than the rest of the radio station. He was able to get away with more and do more in different ways. And I know a lot of the audience tonight listened to Jim White, even though he signed off the air on April 8th, 1999. There's still people that listen every single night, thanks to the habit that was created listening to Jim White. It really is amazing. I understand that. So tonight, honoring his last show from April 8th, 1999, I was lucky enough to come across a copy of his very last broadcast. It was a live broadcast. It was at the Summit Restaurant. 
And Charlie Brennan was there hosting some of the festivities. And you heard Mike Shannon as part of that call. He called in to uh, Jim White on his last show. So you'll hear part of that. But for the last two hours of the show tonight, from 9 to midnight, no, 10 to midnight, excuse me, 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock hours, we're going to replay the last show. And I think this is the first time it's been replayed on the air at KMOX. I don't know if it has ever been replayed. And the only reason we have this it's not because it's sitting around in the KMOX archives. The only reason we have this is because I was lucky enough to be connected with Bob Heil, who was part of Jim White's show for a while. They're the high-tech Heil. He, of course, is known in the music industry for his microphones and his talkback box and things like that. Very well known, the Heil microphones. But he had a copy of this on a cassette tape. He recorded it, and he sent me a copy, which we're going to air tonight. And thanks to him, it's it's because why we have this preserved. So... I, he may have had the only recorded copy in existence, and lucky now we're able to save that so many people in the future will be able to enjoy it. So we're going to air it tonight between 10 and midnight. And it's interesting because during the special, they say they're off the air at midnight. So it's almost like timing out perfect as if you were listening to it while it was fresh and new on the air. And I think you'll get a real kick out of it hearing some of those stories from Jim White tonight. All right, coming up after the break. Uh, we don't have any guest schedule, so it's just two hours live and then two hours of the Jim White special. I'm going to take some of your calls today. Uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, they did a joint press conference and they were talking about some of the executive actions they're looking at when it comes to guns. What's the next steps? What are their intentions? What are they exploring? What could be happening? Let's talk about that. And if you've heard some of these clips or maybe you watched the press conference from earlier Let's take some of your calls on it, too. Do you think they'll be effective? Do you think they're good ideas? Because this is what happens. The White House will get up there and they'll say 80 percent of Americans agree that these are good things. So, OK, then let's just guess because we have all different types of Americans listening tonight. We'll just say 80 percent of you listening tonight agree that Joe Biden's executive actions on guns are great ideas. We'll just assume that. Otherwise, call in and tell me what you think. We'll play some of the clips in case you missed it. Coming up after the break, this is Overnight America KMOX. Nearly a century of informing, entertaining, and serving St. Louis. KMOX. Welcome back. Today, the Biden administration laid out a couple of plans in which they tried to implement when it comes to gun laws and restrictions in the United States of America. And I was wondering about this mostly because they love to say, well, 80 percent of Americans believe this. And when it comes to background checks or whatever, increasing this or increasing that. So they like to make it sound like, oh, if you disagree with any of these gun laws, then you are a wacko. And that's part of the problem. I think the messaging that you see those on the far left when it comes to gun laws, they never approach it in a way that is. Here's what we analyze. Here's what we think could make a difference and why we think it can make a difference. They always approach it in a way of there's all of these these giant loopholes and oh man, there's problems all over the place and come on man and you got to get with the you know they always throw all of these rhetorics, slang and junk into it and you'll hear that in some of the speech but they never really address if these will actually change any of the problems we have when it comes to violence in the United States of America. This is something that has been argued, and it is argued nearly every time proposals like this come up. 
if you were to enforce the gun laws that are already on the books, would that make a greater difference than proposing these new laws? And I would argue it absolutely would. And I would also argue that some of the problems we have in places like here in St. Louis, when we have, I mean, just terrible time with homicides year in and year out, we had almost what last 50 years, we haven't seen this many homicides in St. Louis. This is terrible. And we could even surpass that this year. Wonderful. So what is it? Is it is it that guns are easily accessible and they're making these things in their home? Or is it perhaps that people that commit these crimes ignore the gun laws that are already there? And I will point this out, too, before I play any of these clips. When will new gun regulations increase compliance from criminals? So saying that we're going to change these things, will that increase the compliance from those who want to commit crimes? Or are ultimately what you're doing is punishing law-abiding gun owners and vilifying a large part of the population because they want to put in your brain that if you own a gun, you are part of the problem. Is this really the, the message that they're setting? So new gun regulations, these will not all of a sudden get criminals to stand up and say, now it's the time to comply because Joe Biden said so. So you got to tell me, I mean, you really have to tell me why you think this will make a difference. And I don't think there is a way that the administration can other than throwing away this, you know, let's let's throw the word loophole over there a million times because everything's a loophole, 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 loophole. Give me a break. OK, let's play some of these clips. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. Let's uh, start with this one. OK. Want to rein in the proliferation of so-called ghost guns. These are guns that are homemade, built from a kit and include directions on how to finish the firearm. You can go buy the kit. They have no serial numbers. So when they show up at a crime scene, they can't be traced. And the buyers aren't required to pass a background check to buy the kit to make the gun. Consequently, anyone, anyone from a criminal to a terrorist can buy this kit as little as 30 minutes put together a weapon. You know, I want to see these kits treated as firearms under the Gun Control Act, which is going to require that the seller and manufacturers make the key parts with serial numbers and run background checks on the buyers when they walk in to buy that package. Again, I think it's totally unnecessary for that. And I would be curious. Let's see if there is a statistic on that. Uh, let's see, number of crimes committed by ghost guns. Let's see what Google has to say about that. Uh, how many ghost guns are used in crimes? Let's see. I'll see if I can find an answer to that. But let's, let's put this here. If you were to really talk about the use of firearms and the use of crimes, I mean, there's a lot of ways that guns are traced back to people. So if you were to just say that the serial number doesn't match the person that's found in a crime scene, I think that's pretty common because normally the criminals don't use the guns registered to them anyway. Do you think what they do is they go through the process of registering a gun and then going out and using that gun in the act of a crime and then leaving the gun as part of the act of the crime with the registration to their name? Do you think that's how it works? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, criminals are dumb, but 
let's see what else is out there. All right. Uh, how about the braces? I've never heard of one of these braces, but uh, I had to look at a picture of it. They're kind of interesting. We want to treat pistols modified with stabilizing braces with the seriousness they deserve. A stabilizing brace hook and a pencil essentially makes that pistol a hell of a lot more accurate and a mini rifle. As a result, it's more lethal, effectively turning into a short-barreled rifle. That's what the alleged shooter in Boulder appears to have done. I want to be clear that these modifications to firearms that make them more lethal should be subject to the National Firearms Act. The National Firearms Act requires that a potential owner pay $200 fee and submit their name and other identifying information to the Justice Department. Just say they would if they went out and purchased a silencer for a gun. All right. See, again, I don't think this is necessary. So what this is, is basically, if you look at the shoulder brace, and I'm not someone that, you know, I own a firearm, but I'm not someone that's out there with an arsenal, you know? So I don't know all of the terminology properly. I know how to use a firearm, and I know how to use it safely, and I know how to secure it safely, all of these things. But, you know, you don't find me Googling pistol stabilizing braces and talking to my wife, honey, I really need to get one of these. I'm not at that point yet. But what you, what this looks like is normally where you would have the shoulder brace. So if you're going to be holding a rifle and you're using it to aim and you have like the shoulder, but this is something that looks like a couple of straps that are used on there in order to strap it to your forearm. And it looks like it's a way to try to use it. So you're not pushing it up against your shoulder. And this way you'd be able to use it with just the arm. Again, I don't know how getting rid of something like that will tell anyone that's going to use it illegal. You go out there to hurt someone with a firearm, to go out there and use it as in a shooting or mass shooting or anything like that. I don't know how getting rid of this will do anything. What, what is it going to do? And then again, what's the difference between, I don't know. Honestly, I really don't know. What's the difference that's just taking a couple of, uh, belts or something like that and just using independent straps to the butt of a gun already i mean it seems like you'd be able to just you easily put straps around one of these things it might not be as effective but it would essentially do the same thing so i don't know see again i don't know how you'd be able to look statistically saying that any of this would actually have stopped any of the problems that we're having how about this one these laws allow a police or family member to petition a court in their jurisdiction and say, I want you to temporarily remove from the following people any firearm they may possess because they're a danger and a crisis. They're presenting a danger to themselves and to others. And this is something I also don't like when it comes to these red flag laws. I have talked about this before, and a lot of people do like red flag laws because they feel like it could be effective. I also look at it as, uh, it's an opportunity for you to harass someone because you don't like that they own a firearm. How many times do people have problems with you uh, owning a firearm or a gun or whatever? And they'll look at that and say, I don't want that. So I'm just going to call this person in or whatever. What's the punishment of falsely claiming this to someone else? And then again, should you really have to defend yourself constantly through people telling you, you shouldn't have a firearm? Should you have to justify you having a second amendment in any way that you should have to justify you having any other amendment should you have to justify your first amendment rights i think that if you were to apply that to any other amendment then it might not hold up so let's see another one from joe biden nothing i'm about to recommend in any way impinges on the second amendment 
We're not going to give up now. The idea that we have so many people dying every single day from gun violence in America is a blemish on our character as a nation. <sighs> okay. Again, more of the rhetoric, more of the, hey, we're just going to throw out the buzzwords and see what could stick here for a moment. We do have issues. And here's what I see in the city of St. Louis. I see targeted, targeted assaults. I see people going out and shooting and killing people. A lot of it is, I don't know, drug-related perhaps, uh, d domestic dispute-related, things like that. You do get the uh, unintended bystander getting shot and killed, which is absolutely horrific because children are involved in those cases too. But we have all these other things that we're starting to loosen the regulations on, like drugs. And you have all these big cities going around and saying, well, we need to decriminalize prostitution and drugs. And we need to make sure that people don't have to stay in jail when they're committed of a, when they're uh, being accused of a serious crime. And we need to make sure people uh, get as many chances as possible. So put them back on the street or we're not going to prosecute them because, oh, they came from a bad neighborhood or whatever it is. And over and over and over again, we find that these repeat offenders go out and commit these horrific crimes. And sometimes they're even waiting trial and committing these crimes. And there's no there's no rhyme or reason to it that we have 200 and what, 60 some homicides in St. Louis last year. And the prosecution rate is terrible and we're not doing the job to keep them off the street. And people are frustrated and they're tired of seeing this happen over and over and over again. Perhaps if you were to take care of. The problem that's not the gun, but take care of the problem, which is, oh, I don't know, the person that's committing the crime with the gun laws that are already in place, then maybe things would be getting better. And maybe that could have prevented things, too. So let's take some of your calls on this. And I do have a couple more clips. 314-436-7900. I feel like we're in the same spot we've always been in. I feel like we're kind of recycling the same arguments. I also feel that when you start to say 80% uh, of Americans, they do this when talking about the universal background checks and stuff, 80% of Americans believe this. And then they move and push that to make it sound like, uh, oh, it's, it's common sense that you have to do all these things. And they start saying it's common sense gun reform that they lump everyone in when a lot of these things actually don't factor into making anything safer. All it does is give the impression that it's safer. But it doesn't really change anything. So we'll take some of your calls on that coming up after the break. It's Overnight America KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Get ready for the Cards and Brewers Saturday afternoon. Amber pregame show 1220. First pitch with Mike Shannon and John Rooney 115. Hear it here on your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals. KMOX. Welcome back to Overnight America. Yeah, I'm excited tonight to re-air Jim White's final episode on KMOX's last show from April 8th, 1999. It was a good one. It was a live broadcast from the Summit Restaurant, and Bob Costas even made a great appearance. I think you'll enjoy it tonight starting at 10, and we'll run that for the last uh, two hours of the show tonight, and I think we're going to replay it after midnight, too. And then later I will post it up as a podcast so you uh, you will be able to listen to it again if you wanted to on your computer or download it, whatever it may be. It'll be preserved that way for all of time so that all may be able to listen and enjoy the Jim White. So I want to take some of your calls on this at 314-436-7900 as the Biden administration now looking at a couple of different new regulations on the horizon. Some are ghost guns, some are red flag laws, some are other controls and talking about loopholes over and over and over again, and they keep bringing this up. And this was a big thing during the uh, the Obama administration where he said the loopholes that you see, all the problems, all the gun problems in Chicago is thanks to the Indiana gun show loophole. It's all the criminals are driving across the border, buying their guns in Indiana, bringing it back to Chicago, and it's Indiana's fault for Chicago's crime. This happened during... Uh, President Obama's administration, and he kept blaming things like that. And this keeps getting debunked when it comes to the different gun show loopholes. And you have to use that term lightly, mostly because if you are a gun dealer, you have to run a background check, even if you're at a gun show. If you're doing a private sale from person to person, private to private, then that changes things. So it's not like you can go into a gun show where there's dealers all across the gun show and they don't have to run a background check, as in uh, where they're if they're setting it up on a table as opposed to a shop, a brick and mortar, that it would change anything. It's not. The regulation is still there for them. However, they keep saying this over and over again to make it sound like you can walk into any gathering of a gun show and then all of the laws don't exist inside of that building, which is really not the case. So 
One other thing I think I wanted to play for you was part of the White House presser today. So they asked a little bit about that because something that Joe Biden brought up today, he did misspeak in his explanation of the gun shows. And he said that, uh, let's see, Biden brought up the Charleston loophole. And let's see if I can get the direct quote here. Um, I can't see the exact quote, but I think he misspoke and said something that needed clarification today. The, the president said a moment ago, quote, you go to a gun show, you can buy whatever you want. No background check. Is there a special exemption in federal law that he was referring to? Or just do FLA dealers not have to do background checks when they're at a gun show? All right. So specifically called out for this. And now keep in mind, if this was during the Trump administration, they would have been yelling and screaming, what a liar, over and over and over again. And it, this is such a courtesy that the media doesn't say, why did Joe Biden lie about this during the press conference today? Because Mark Meadows was on Twitter and he said, Joe Biden is either lying, never bought a gun at a gun show or both. So this is a big difference. I think that when you have President Trump in there and there's an odometer that is nonstop rolling because they're saying that every word coming out of his mouth is a lie. And then when you can catch over and over again, Joe Biden in some of his limited appearances because he's hiding in the background. Oh, every time he's caught doing this, they don't treat it like it's a lie. What they do is they, oh, he must have just misspoke. And they treat him so differently. So listen to the explanation. Are, are you asking me if he was referring? No, it's okay. Were you asking me if he was referring to like a specific circumstance? Or I'm sorry, just tell me a little bit more about your yeah. question. I mean, is it the president's belief that you do not have to undergo a background check when you are at a gun show? No, it's not his belief. He believes that gun that background checks should be universal. Right. But he says no background check. Well, we know what his position is. Right. So let me reiterate that. See, So even though he brings it out and that's the clip that everyone plays, they say this and they play the clips and they make sure this is what the front is to the policy. And they say this all to the American people, one of the limited availabilities to the president. And of course, he didn't you know, you don't get to ask questions or follow ups to Joe Biden. He just leaves. They hide him. I mean, he's been in office for a couple of months now, and he's only had one legit press conference. And even so, he did it for one hour, and he only called on friendlies, which there is photographs showing the order of which who he should call on. And he had written answers to the questions that were being asked to him. And he was looking down, reading the written answers to those questions. It doesn't get any phonier than that. So when you have moments like this, and he gets up there and he says these things, and you look at it and say, why would he say that that is absolutely not true? And then you go back and they say, oh, you know his intentions on this one. They don't treat the two administrations the same. And this really is, uh, it's a, you want to talk about a loophole. You talk about a media loophole. The media loophole is allowing him to get away with this when ultimately they should be scrutinizing, uh, scrutinizing him for it. Which is that uh, gut background checks are something that should be universal. They're supported by more than 80 percent of the public. He's supported. And they, they keep saying that 80 percent. All right, let's take some of your calls. And Dave, welcome to Overnight America. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's a sad situation there. But very quick, though, on uh, the big bumper. Um, <laughs> I remember when he retired. And um, I don't know if you saw it or not or heard it, but um, Dave Sinclair Automotive, uh, he presented him with this the biggest bumper they could find that was put on cars, you know, in the old <laughs> days. And Jim White, he had he said I'm gonna he hung it on his wall. 
want to hang this on the wall there. <laughs> and uh <laughs> his living room. And uh it was it was hilarious, but uh you know, he always called himself on the big book. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Me too. I tell you what, he was a lot of fun to listen to. Yeah. I'll I'm go ahead on the uh the gun thing. Okay, oh listen, on the gun thing, but you know, Joe Biden, when he was talking today, I was thinking, this guy is, he's off his rocker. You know, we have a president who's not even coherently talking. He just says stuff that is totally against the Constitution. And uh, he, even, in fact, he even said the amendments of the Constitution are not... What, what do you say, uh, not um, rock solid or something like that. You know, in other words, not, yeah, he, he, he wants to repeal amendments. Mm. This guy has gone really well, weird. Do you, do you think that's why they will try to hide him from the media and the press? Yeah. They don't well, want him having never, direct access to anyone? Boy, do you see him ever answering tough questions? Not no. even once. Now, and, you know, even when they get an opportunity with him, they're making sure they're sitting down with someone that won't ask a tough question. Uh, well, you know, Dave, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're right. It's been like that for a long time. Thank you very much for the call, Dave. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Jim. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, first off, I used to listen to uh, KMOX down in Florida, actually. Came in at night, so I got to listen to Jim White's show in the evening. Mm-hmm. But uh, great show it was. Uh, yes, it was. My first point is the Second Amendment, you know, basically it works in a way, too. I believe it was Hirohito during World War II said, if we invaded this country, there's a reason why they're worried about it, because everyone had guns. That's a reason why we do things like that. Uh, the party said about silencers, I think silencers are illegal already. I don't yeah, think I don't you're allowed think... to have a silencer on a gun, as it is. There's certain uh, abilities for you to register, kind of like you can actually have special exemptions to own a machine gun for certain things, but you have to register it. And it, the the ability to get the license for it is astronomically expensive, so it's not. No one would actually be able to. You'd have to have a very special occasion for it. But still, yes, you can get special things like that, but you can't just walk into a any gun store and, and just pick up one of these things like it's uh, you know very, the bargain very, rack. Very difficult. And nine times out of ten, they're not going to give you a silencer. Uh, I mean, yeah. why would you need it, you know? And also, my other point with uh, when they turn handguns into rifles, I mean, it really doesn't make it – it makes it easier to shoot, per se, but it doesn't increase the range of it. I mean, a rifle is going to have a lot longer range than a handgun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. it it's kind of all smoke and mirrors to me. Yeah. I, my, my thought is he wants to just totally get a – and that's exactly what he wants, get a, get rid of guns. And that way, the only people who have them are the criminals because the ghost guns, which, by the way, that falls under the ones, too, that have serial numbers taken off. That falls yeah. under that that group, and that's where the majority of the crimes are committed. And they just buy them in the street. I mean, there's a, yeah. it's a cottage industry, you know? Yep. All right, thank you for the call. I want to point out that some of the different times you hear about these, it's mostly... We're, we're going to try to push these regulations. And I say we as in this is the I think the way the Democratic Party thinks about this, because any time you can get an inch or a foot or a yard in the direction of full 
repeal of the Second Amendment, it's a win for your party. I think this is just a pure political win that they're trying to get, even if it's a couple of inches. Let's go to John. Welcome to Overnight America. Yes, this is John. I've been listening to you about Joe Biden and, and his press conference and the Second Amendment, and he's always got Pamela Harris up there uh, backing him up because he doesn't know anything. Obama was grilled and tattooed for in Springfield to become the president, and he had Biden. that didn't, He didn't teach anything. And I just, I think Pamela, or what do you call her, Harris? Kamala, Harris, yeah, Kamala Harris. Is, is just being uh, there so she can back him up because he doesn't know anything. Ah, well, thank you, John. I, you know, if I were to go back and look at some press conferences, uh, President Obama was able to answer questions. He was able to take back and forth from the media. He was able to back up anything he said. I don't remember how often Joe Biden was there. I think it was on occasion. I don't think it was every time. But Kamala Harris seems to show up every time. And I think maybe the reason she's showing up every time is because Joe Biden makes so few public appearances that it just so happens to the ones that he shows up to are of significance. So politically speaking, it would be good for her to show up in the background, you know, for donor lists and things like that. That could be part of it. She doesn't really do much. I mean, today she did speak uh, ahead of the president, so she'll say a few words. I don't know how often she's going to be pushing policy. For the most part, they're still bringing Joe Biden out for that. 314-436-7900. We'll take some more of your calls right after the break on Overnight America KMOX. Overnight America with Ryan Recker is sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com. On the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. And welcome back. All right. We'll take some more of your calls. We've got a couple minutes here at 314-436-7900. Uh, let's go to Patrick. Welcome to Overnight America. Uh, yeah. Hi. <clears throat> I'm sitting here talking about your your comments about gun control and Biden's decisions and these ghost guns. And I think we should really be talking about, I think Biden is actually completely missing the point and the fact that all these, uh, what we're really getting at is these mass shootings. And a lot of these people, everyone keeps talking about criminals. And these people who are committing these uh, mass shootings are not criminals. They're actually completely, in the grand scheme of things, law-abiding citizens that are buying guns and then shooting a bunch of people. So I don't really understand where this whole, oh, our criminal is going to come kill me. Uh, or is actually a law-abiding citizen who can walk in and buy a gun and then go mow down a whole bunch of people. I'm, I'm curious on where, at this point, that becomes okay, and we're not scared of criminals, or we are scared of criminals, but we're not scared of law-abiding citizens who can just walk in and mow down a bunch of people at, uh, say, a uh, grocery store or a Walmart or a gro- you know a uh, a school. I mean, what like the whole point of ghost guns is completely meaningless. And criminals. I mean, we're. I, I'm just curious on where 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 are you actually going with this? Okay, uh, thank you for the call. I I am very confused. I have no idea where you were going with that question, but I'll try to. I'll, I'll try to make some sense. I think. 
what you may have been asking is what's the difference if they buy the gun legally or not? Is, is that the, I don't know, but we'll say that when someone is determined to commit a crime, normally you find them determined to do so. They just don't say one morning, everything is great in my life. And then the next day they say, okay, I'm going to go use my gun and shoot up a grocery store just because, just because I can, and I can purchase a gun. It doesn't really work like that. I think what you're trying to put together is saying that you have people that purchase firearms for hunting or self-defense, um, people that are collectors, whatever it may be, people that use it for target practice, anything that use it for recreation. You're saying that one day they are going to randomly decide that I'm going to go into a public setting and use it that in a way that is illegal. I, You know what? I don't see anything that backs up that, period. What you do see is that someone is determined to do something terrible and they find any means or ways to do it. So what you're going to do ultimately is saying that what we're going to try to is filter out all the criminals by restricting the legal gun owners. We're going to filter out everyone else. And by default, they won't be able to get access to a weapon that would be able to commit a crime is flawed at best and ignorant realistically. So that's my answer to that. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. It's Overnight America KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 